Well, as you know, I don't like running. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> oh, I don't yes, like I running. <laughs> and so that first time we ran, it was very difficult. Not only because I had been down for so long, but because I just didn't like running. So it was hard to motivate myself to keep. Every time we had to run after that, it got easier. And I noticed I didn't get as tired as faster. I was able to run further and come back and, you know, feel better about it. Thanks for tuning in to the Building Better People podcast today. This is your host, Charlie Lima. On this podcast, we interview normal people who live ordinary lives but have extraordinary stories. People just like you and me who have accomplished something amazing. They have actually made the decision to start exercising, eating better, becoming a healthier version of themselves. We believe that if you're working out, you are becoming a better version of you. Join me today and listen to another amazing story. Um, say more than you know your first and last name, how old you are, because that kind of immediately will connect the mm-hmm. person who's listening with you. Just like, oh, she's in college and so am I and then you kind of kind of share like if you're in college and what you're studying and maybe where you're from and then I'll just pretty much go and say all right Katie great tell me you know and I'll kind of so you don't ever have to feel like there's going to be this awkward silence because I'm really okay, good, good. I'm really I'm really good at talking so okay I'm not um I will you'll see me just talking really into my microphone because um, it's going to be this close do I yeah have to, you, like, you just okay. want to be fairly close just because the the sound is key right so Mm -hmm. um you don't have to like spit on it you know but you know what i mean it's like you want to be where basically speaking into the microphone okay so all right you'll start us out whenever you're ready okay i'm so scared okay um we can edit that out okay good hi my name's katie scott um i'm 18 years old and I'm from Galveston, Texas, and I am currently going to A&M in College Station. And this is your first podcast. It is. Ever. <laughs> and you're a little nervous. It's I okay. Am. I really am. I'm not good at taking what's in my mind and putting it into words. So well, this is in, new for me. And that, totally normal. Um, just know there's been plenty of people sitting in that chair, and we're just excited to hear more about your story. So, you said you're a fresh. Oh, you said you're a freshman mm-hmm. um, from Galveston. So why did you decide on A and M? Mostly because I really wanted to become a veterinarian, and A and M has the only vet school in Texas, and so it was kind of just like a given to go there. And a lot of my family has gone there, so it was kind of just an easy way to. And it's a smaller town. I would be a little overwhelmed if I went to like UT and I had to live in Austin my freshman year of college. It's a little overwhelming. So I like College Station and I like how kind of smaller it is and how, I guess, easier it is to get along with everyone. And everyone's super nice here and it just makes it an overall better college experience in my opinion. So far your experience has been good then. Yeah. <laughs> Any, anything that you're, you know, you didn't expect about it, like surprise, you know, about College Station or school or freshman year? I mean, it's a lot different than high school and I kind of understand all of my older friends when they say it's really different because you don't really get it until you're like there and it's more difficult obviously but it's a lot of fun and I really enjoy that I like the independence and I like being able to be held accountable for everything because it's I'm by myself I'm taking care of myself do you know anyone like from Galveston or did you come in with any like group of friends or have you did you come by completely by yourself I know a few people 
Um, some of my friends went here. A lot of my older friends still go here. Um, some of my younger friends are planning on applying here. So it's kind of, they're a little bit of everything. So I do have some people that I know here. So awesome. it's not, I'm, it's not like I'm completely by myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember the day you came to the gym <laughs> and you, it was a 930 class cause I was coaching and you wanted to try it out. And you did great. And that day we had, I want, did we run or we bike? We did assault bikes and jump ropes. Jump ropes. That's right. That's right. I remember. <laughs> and you did awesome. And so tell me a little bit about kind of what led you to coming here in the first place. Because that was two months ago? It was. Um, mostly because I was sick for a really long time. So I kind of felt an urge to get up and get moving again and try and get back in shape and just become a better version of myself after being, you know, in a bed for a really long time. It's kind of something you crave after not being able to do it for a certain amount of time. And how long were you not able to do anything? About seven, eight months. Oh, yeah. So most people don't even know what that feels yeah, like. Yeah, no. To not even be able to move. So mm-hmm. literally, you come here and like now you're moving. Mm-hmm. How has that transition been? It's been not easy, but it's definitely been fulfilling for sure. Because, you know, you crave wanting to get up and go do stuff and go hang out with your friends and go to school and all this stuff. And then I got here and I finished my first workout and I was like, this is what I've been wanting to do for the last like eight months of my life and I finally get to do it and it was awesome it really was and now you've been coming how long about three to four times a week yeah yeah yeah. I mean you're here all the time I'm hooked it's awesome (laughs) so give me a little background on you know most people's exercise kind of fitness journey will typically start usually at a moment when they had a moment of decision for weight loss or performance or you know, you're young, like you're mm-hmm. 18. And yeah. actually, it, interestingly enough, my fitness journey actually started at 18 mm-hmm. years old. It was after my fresh, my uh, senior year of high school. So what is your kind of like first 18 years been like? Like, were you athletic? Did you play sports? Did you work out? I played sports in school. Um, in middle school, I almost played everything. I did like volleyball and I ran track. I ran a lot of track. And then when I got to high school... It was a little more busy, so I kind of just didn't really work out as much. I mean, I played golf, but it wasn't really, like, cardio and, like, doing heavy stuff or weightlifting. And then my senior year of high school, I got sick. And so it took a little while to realize, like, I miss this, and I miss, like, making myself better and feeling good about, like, working out and what I've been doing. So that's kind of what led me to, you know, start doing it again. So what, you know, for, for even for people listening that would never understand what that is to not be able to work out, you know, but, but probably are voluntarily choosing not to. Mm-hmm. Coming from someone who had to lay in a bed and, and not be able to work out, like what, working out maybe means even more. Is that right to you? It than- does. And it kind of, the whole process has kind of changed, like, the way I see everything. Because a lot of my friends, and I get it, like, we all, you know, have our complaints. We all dislike things about ourselves, or we wish we had this, or we wish we could do this. But then again, I just kind of check myself, and I try and check other people to the point where it's like, you woke up this morning, you woke up breathing, you're healthy, 
you're, you woke up alive. Like, what do you not have to be thankful for? So it kind of changes the way you see things, for yeah, sure. Your perspective. Definitely. Com- you know, uh, kind of like education. Like, we, you can easily take it for granted. Like, yeah. you get to grow up and go to school. And not everybody loves education. You know, I remember vividly saying things like, I don't want to go to school. or, But, like, you know, some places in the world... They don't have this system, right? Yeah. This structure to be educated. And I think what you're saying is for each of us to wake up every single day just with gratitude. Exactly. You know, and so does that, is that something that hits you now? Did it hit you? Like, when did that perspective really start kind of like coming into your head? Kind of in the middle of everything. Because a lot of my friends, like, like they understood what was happening, but they didn't really get it. Which I don't blame them because at our age, like, you're not, like, it's it's difficult to grasp, like, what's happening and what's going on. And a lot of them would invite me places and be like, let's go do this, or can I come over? And I was like, like, I can't, you know? Like, it's the rules. I'm not allowed to leave. No one can come over. Like, so it's kind of in that transition where I started <clears throat> kind of having to tell people, like, no, I can't do this. No, I can't do this. My doctor says no. Like, I'm not allowed to do this where I really started to crave, like, wanting to get up and move again. And that was kind of, I would say, like, February, March. And you, and you didn't come here until several months after that. So, like, when you started moving again, like, after being so inactive, you know, sedentary, mm-hmm. was it, like, how did that feel muscularly? Like, how was your... It wasn't as shocking... As you would think it would be. Mostly because when you're down like that for a really long time and you come back up, you recover fairly quickly. So when your blood counts start coming back up and you start being able to move again and feeling good again, you bounce back very fast. And, you know, my doctor would tell me, like, after this, your hair is going to grow back faster you're going to be like, you're going to have more pigment on your skin. Like you're going to be tanner. Like everything comes back with vengeance, essentially. That's what he said with a vengeance. And so it wasn't as hard as you would think it would be. It kind of felt like I had just been out for like a couple weeks. Like I was, I don't know, like two weeks ago, I was sick for like a week. You know, one of the things you probably can speak to, um, is like, I've always felt like there's this feeling when we exercise, like of um, like when we actually get to exercise and muscles contract and and blood circulates and there there's almost this like feeling of accomplishment right there's this feeling of like man i just did something really good for myself but i also think that there is this physical benefit that goes completely beyond that and what we're doing here with our bodies when you don't have that when that is absent, which is kind of where a lot of people live, Mm -hmm. right? They don't exercise, but they're still moving here and there. But when you don't have it at all, like what goes on in your mind? Like, is it kind of, is it a really like mentally challenging place to be on top of obviously the emotions associated with feeling being sick and, you know, but just the, the not being able to move, exercise, get up, you know? Yeah, it was... It was a uh, very difficult. It was a weird transition from being, you know, energetic and wanting to go do stuff and, you know, excited about getting up and going to school and seeing all my friends and doing my homework and 
everything about that. And then it completely transitioned to where my task of the day was showering. And like after that, I would just get back in bed and go to sleep. Like that was the one thing I could do because I had to. And even if I didn't have to, I wouldn't do it because it was just so exhausting. And so it's a very weird flip and it's really hard to adjust to. And it's kind of heartbreaking in a sense because you were so able to do everything and it all just gets taken away from you so quickly. And it's, it's, it's weird. It's a so difficult what, flip. For your, for your story, what kept you going? Like what, what was the thing that you would think about that would keep you, you know, waking up the next day? Um, I would have to say just all the support that I had from everyone. Like I would start feeling down and I would think in my opinion, from what I experienced, it was harder for the people around me than it was for me. Because, you know, it's me. Like, I'm going through it. I know my body. Like, I know how I'm feeling. But for other people, they're like, you know, it's cancer. Like, that has to be awful because they, they're not experiencing it. But for me, I was genuinely a pretty happy person going through it. You know, I, I wasn't too depressed about it, in a sense. But I feel like the people around me were more sad about it. Because when people hear the word cancer... They associate it with dying, which not going to blame anyone because that it's a very, very bad thing. But I don't know. For some reason, it didn't click like that for me. I didn't think about not being able to wake up the next day. I thought about what I'm going to be doing when all this is over. So yeah, that, you kept hope. Yeah, essentially. That's and all that you have to hope do. hope is what probably allowed you to keep that perspective. So yeah. in February, you actually kind of start, I'm guessing moving more turning a corner like maybe getting approval to do more stuff right physically and, and what was the transition from i would say from february to you walking in the gym maybe september i think was when you came well the whole process didn't end until about july so i was diagnosed in january and i hit remission actually on valentine's day and then after you hit remission Technically, they don't stop with chemotherapy. They do like the entire cycle, just kind of like as an insurance, just to make sure like it's all gone after you hit remission. And so it continued. I got my last cycle of chemo, I want to say, in the end of May, beginning of June. And so it takes like, I want to say six to eight weeks to bounce back from it. And even then, it could take even longer. Like one of my cycles, I took 10 weeks to come back. And so my new student conference, actually, for A&M was at the end of July. And that was right at, I didn't know if I was going to be able to go. And that was right where I started, like, coming back and bouncing back. And it really made me very excited when I was able to walk around campus and tour campus and not feel like I need to sit down every five minutes. It was very amazing. and You could tell. Yeah. You were- and that was just really, I mean, in August, or I guess late July was your conference, student conference. Yeah. And then I remember you told me whenever you signed up, you're like, my doctor said I could work out now. Or did I, maybe they say you need to work out? Or, well, or I mean, maybe, he didn't say I needed to, he, but he said if I wanted to start doing stuff again, yeah. it, it wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. Okay, so now, I, like, to me, 
you know, and, and I'm, I'm sure everybody listening who works at the gym probably has heard this and you probably have is like CrossFit has this like very intimidating, uh, vibe to it that people feel very afraid of it. Like not, not so much inside. Like when you're in here and you're working out you meet the people. And no, it's, like, it's fun. But from an outsider's perspective, in other words, from a person who's never done it, who's sitting over there and all they see is maybe what they heard or the TV or now you come you came to a CrossFit gym of all places. <laughs> so was there any background in CrossFit for you? Like did, what led you to walk in to a CrossFit gyms of all places? Cause you could have walked into Planet Fitness. You could have walked into, you know, anywhere. I completely agree with you in the fact that from an outsider's perspective, they are very intimidated by it because I know a couple of my friends, I've asked them to come to like the free class on Friday and they're like, CrossFit, I don't want to do that. Like, why would I want to do that? That's so hard. And I was like, it's not that bad. Like, and so my friend who actually goes to UTSA, she started doing it because she was doing it in Galveston when we lived there. And she said, it's a great way to be held accountable for working out. And I was like, that's perfect because if I sign up at Planet Fitness or True Fit, I'm not going to go. Like, I'll sign up for that membership, but there's no guarantee I'm going to walk into that gym. And with this, it's like, there's people I want to see, like, everyone's so nice, and it's just a great community to be welcomed to. And I really, I really enjoy it. That is awesome, you know, and I love hearing that because truly, like, for the person who, who may be listening or who knows somebody who has always been so intimidated by the idea of, of CrossFit, you know, here you are coming out of probably what was... For you, I mean, definitely the most sedentary you've ever been in your life. Um, you're barely getting back into, you know, you went to a New Eastern Conference for the first time you're able to walk and not have to sit down in five minutes. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are sitting like at home or at work that are because of obesity, not being able to walk more than five steps mm-hmm. or up five steps and sit down and feel, you know, like they, in, but yet they're feeling the same way about starting a workout program probably. But you came, you, you did the first day we, you know, we modified that workout a little bit and you kept coming back. So give me a little bit more of kind of your on-ramp and the experience getting onboarded and kind of, kind of molding into our community. And now that you're coming all these days a week, like give me an overall kind of like inside scoop on what that's been like. Well, when I first showed up that first day, I was not going to lie, very intimidated because I was also one of those people that's like CrossFit. Like, why would I want to do that? Like, that's very intimidating. And, you know, we modified the workout and I did the on ramps and I kind of really started enjoying it. It was a lot of fun to be able, I guess, again, it was like that crave to want to get up and start doing stuff again, but it was so much more fulfilling than signing up at Planet Fitness or going to True Fit or just going to the gym at my apartment complex. Like it was more of joining a community and making not only myself, but everyone else feel like they're turning themselves into the best version of themselves that they can be. And that's really what I liked about it. And so that's what kept me coming back and like wanting to constantly make myself better and make myself a better person and make myself feel better all the time is just being in shape. And do you feel like you've gotten in better shape since you started? Oh, I've noticed for sure. Definitely. I've 
lost some weight. I've gained muscle. I can tell for sure. I and what are tell. some of the things that you, in terms of like performance, like CrossFit uh, performance uh, improvements that you've had? What are some of the areas that you really feel like you've gotten better? Well, as you know, I don't like running. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh, I don't yes, like I do running. <laughs> and so that first time we ran, it was very difficult. Not only because I had been down for so long, but because I just didn't like running. So it was hard to motivate myself to keep not, you know, stop and walk. Um, and every time we had to run after that, it got easier. And I noticed I didn't get as tired as faster or I was able to run further and come back and, you know, feel better about it. And also, I would say just the stamina of just being able to last through a whole workout and not having to stop and take breaks anymore. Because that's how it was the first, like, I want to say two or three weeks I was here. Like, I couldn't do everything RX or the designated weight or the designated set of reps. Like, I had to modify it every time I was here and now I have to modify it less and less and less and it's gotten a lot easier I want to say and that just makes you feel like you're becoming better absolutely how does it work into your school schedule and the demands of being a student it's fairly easy just because you don't have to go to the same time every day like there's a class at eight 9 30 and then all the way to like 6 15 so if i have class in the morning i can go to the three o'clock or if i have class in the afternoon i can go to the 9 30 and everyone that i've seen here is just like you like i don't <laughs> i've never seen you and i'm like because i usually come at the three or when yeah. i'm at the three they're like i've never seen you and i'm like because i'm usually at the <laughs> nine like it switches around but it's not as hard as you would think it would be yeah you just make it work for your schedule exactly. on that day or that week if you have free time and i just check waterfly and i'm like there's a class at this time let's just go to the gym yeah you even asked me on a saturday yeah you wanted to come up later so that's and i think that's awesome so have you made any changes in your diet i have i noticed that when i cheat or eat fast food i don't enjoy it anymore like i don't feel good after i eat it and after i you know eat an apple or eat like food food like good food for you i feel more full and i feel good i don't know when i eat good i feel good how was the eating before you came like it was not good mostly because when i was sick there were many things that i didn't want to eat anymore if that makes sense because you know nausea and everything with chemotherapy it makes you very picky and so i was like just get me fries from Whataburger like I'll just eat that for dinner because I didn't want anything else nothing else sounded good I would think about food and I would just get queasy I wouldn't it wasn't a good situation so I my parents just kind of fed me whatever I wanted to eat just because I had to eat whatever I felt like I could eat and so switching from that and being able to just like eat healthy because like you know, when you're in a bed for six months getting chemotherapy, you don't want a salad or an apple. You want, like, something that, you know, tastes good. So, you know, you get Whataburger or you get McDonald's because you know it's going to taste good and you know you'll eat it. And my parents were like, food's food. If you'll eat, we'll get it for you. So that was kind of that situation. And that led to what you – because you said your body's – you've already noticed it's changed. Like, mm-hmm, for so sure. You, you know, when, you, when you're in that you kind of – eating fast food and whatever it is that you eat because you had to, then all of a sudden you're working out now, eating better, 
and just completely changing in, in your body. Yeah. That, that's awesome. So um, as the, at this moment, what would you say are like goals in your mind now that you've kind of been in CrossFit for a little while? Like you're a freshman, so you're, you know, you're starting your college journey, but specifically to the gym or to maybe fitness, what would you say are some things that have crossed your mind of what you want to accomplish? When I see people like Jen or people that can do the workout like perfectly RX, I'm like, I want to be able to do that. One of these days, I want to be able to do that. Or when, I don't know if it was, when did we do deadlifts? Yesterday? Yeah. Or when, I don't, I, pardon me, I don't know her name, but there was a girl in front of me who deadlifted 190 pounds, and she said that was her new, like... Five rep max. But yeah, and I was like, whoa. Like, I weigh way more than 190 pounds, and she was smaller than I was. And it was, I was like, I want to be able to do that. Like, that's amazing. That's, it's just like seeing people who are better than you, it just motivates you even more. 100% agree. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of being in a class because when you work out by yourself and not saying that we're comparing, right? Not that we're in here competing necessarily against other people, but, but when all you have is yourself and you're probably, you know, let's say you're deadlifting, you know, hundred pounds. Well then you're like, okay. But then when you come in, like Alicia was working out Monday, or yeah, and we did pull-ups, and a girl who's new was working out in the class with her, and she sees Alicia, 23 weeks pregnant, doing kipping Mm pull-ups for reps, and she's, you know, her name's Regina, she's a college student, you know, she's a junior. It just immediately, like, opened her mind to more than what she thought before, you know, but when you're in an environment... And all these people, like Jen, a mother of four, you know, mm-hmm. and all these people are in here and they're like really working hard and it makes you kind of feel like, wow, I should be working hard. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And a lot of people, um, I guess when they first start working out and they go to a class, I don't want to say that they judge people, but a lot of times it's a switch and you have to check yourself because it's not, there's no judgment here. You're not judging anyone because I'm here. I could be at home eating potato chips on my couch watching Netflix, but no, I'm at the gym. So no matter what I'm lifting or how much I have to scale it, I'm still here. I showed up. So it's just kind of that thing like, you know, there's no judgment. You're here. You're trying. You're bettering yourself. It's it's that sort of community that I and I think you're, you're spot on. There is no judgment because we're all coming in and we're not comparing ourselves. Exactly. Anymore. We're just individually trying to become the absolute best version of ourselves. That kind of segues into what I always uh, like to end the podcast with, mm-hmm. which is it's the Building Better People podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, you've seen it. We kind of have it on the walls. Yeah. And <laughs> put it on our T-shirts. And, you know, those three words really mean a lot uh, to me, but to this gym. And, and it's basically our purpose right like the reason that I wake up every single day and work as hard as I do to create this environment to help people is because I believe that if they're exercising if Katie Scott is working out she's becoming a better version of herself and you with a very unique story and a very unique life like how is that true for you and what the what um, what, what can you speak to that again it's that crave that wanting to get up and make yourself better. And, you know, if whether you have a goal to lose weight or whether you have a goal just to get up and start moving, it's still a goal. 
and you're constantly making yourself better by just showing up and trying and doing what you can do to your I want to say not max but like best ability best ability there that's what I was looking for but it's definitely made me realize a lot of things about just like I'll wake up some days and I'm like I don't want to go to the gym like I'm tired I blah 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 and then I realized that that's when I need it the most. And then I'll show up and I'll be like, I'm so happy I did that. Like, I made myself feel better. Everyone's just making themselves better versions of themselves. And I think that's really important in a gym environment. And that's really important as a community here. And you're right, we're all building better people. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast, where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.